I do want us to share a couple of scriptures tonight. So uh, we're going to be looking in the book of John and uh, looking at John chapter 1, beginning at verse 1 and uh, just following through. We'll have these overhead, so if you don't have a Bible, you can just read them overhead. John chapter 1, beginning in verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Notice the subject matter here is the Word. The Word. You'll see that repeated over and over. He who, the Word, was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him. So all things were made through the Word, who was with God, who was God. And here we find out nothing was made that was made without Him. In Him, who the Word, was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. It's telling us the story about the Word coming to man as light and man not comprehending it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. Now this man came for the witness to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe. He was not the light. John the Baptist was not the light. But he was sent to bear witness of that light that was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was made through him and the world did not know him. He came to his own and his own did not receive him. But look at what this verse 12 says. This opens the door for you and me. But as many as received him... To them, he gave the right to become children of God. Do you know that right is offered to you right now? The right to become a child of God if you will receive him. Who? The word, the light, Jesus that has come that we celebrate on this Christmas Eve. For he came, he says, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. To those who believe in his name who were born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh, but something supernatural takes place, he says, when we place our faith in Him and believe in His name. His name is Jesus. He is Emmanuel, God with us, Jesus, the Savior of the world. When we believe in His name and we believe and receive Him, He says now we're not just born of flesh, we're not just born of blood, we are now not just born of the will of man, but we're born again. We're born of God. A supernatural birth takes place and we become born of God, children of God. And then verse 14 says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Father, I pray tonight by the power of Your Spirit, Lord, that a miracle would take place in these next four moments Lord God, here with you, time means nothing. Lord, it doesn't take you hours and hours and days and years to build up to, to a miracle. You are the miracle-working God. It's who you are. It's what you do. And I pray in these next few minutes, a miracle would take place at the preaching of your word. Your word instructs us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So as we hear this passage and hear some explanation, Lord, I pray that our faith would rise up to reach out and receive a miracle into our lives, a miracle into our family, a miracle tonight, I pray. To you be the glory and the honor and the praise for it, for it is in Jesus' name I pray. And everyone said, Amen, amen and Amen. 
Let me just see. There's a lot of people take pictures this time of the year. I don't know if you take a lot of pictures or not, but, um, you know, there's always somebody got one of these things. And in, uh, who are you guilty in here tonight that you like to take people's pictures? I take pictures all the time. Anybody? My wife better confess or we're going to open the altar up for repentance right now. Okay, she had her hand up. And when you take somebody's picture... Let's see here if I can get some of you to get your picture here. What's going to happen? Yeah, there we go. Let's see. I maybe got too much light here. Am I flashing? I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. See, this girl here will take your picture. She's a camera spy. You never know. She's sitting over there, maybe even just humming a Christian song and you think oh she's so innocent there's an angel from the Lord there and the next thing you know you see on Facebook a picture of you and you had no idea how did that happen there was no flash there was nothing but here it is being shown to the whole world she's a camera spy she loves grabbing your picture when <laughs> when you least expect it okay Oh, thank you, Sister Angie. Thank you. Amen. See, Christmas is a time. You can take that down. Thanks, Brother David. Uh, Christmas is a time that a lot of pictures have been taken. Tonight, probably, and in the morning especially, there's probably a lot of pictures that are being taken. And uh, children opening pa their packages and, and everything. I was talking to my mom on the way here. And, and because of family matters and different ones having to go here and there, they did their Christmas without us. We're crying, but we'll be there uh, soon. And late. But they had the big Christmas tonight or this evening. And my mom says, I, she says, I just, and she, you shouldn't, she'll hear this. Yes, she will. Sorry, I love you, Mama. I'm telling on you. She says, uh, when you called, I'm go, I was going into the bathroom, so I'm in the bathroom. And I'm like, you don't normally tell people that. And you usually mute your phone before you flush, Okay. Just some etiquette, I tell you, you need to know. And she says, oh my, I looked in the mirror. And guess what? I said, what? She says, I forgot to put my makeup on and I forgot to brush my hair. She said, the day started off so busy and I took my shower and, and your brother was coming early. She said, have you ever heard me use his name in the same sentence with early? Because he's always late. I said, no. She said, it so messed up my world that he was early that I ran downstairs and forgot to put my makeup on and forgot to brush my hair. And I've been busy and the whole family's been here. We've been taking pictures. And she said, I've got one eyebrow and one I don't. I lost in an accident uh, many years ago. She says, oh my, I'm afraid of what these pictures are going to look like. And I said, mom, you are a hoot. She says, well, it's too late to worry about it now. She says, I'm about to go to bed, so no need to put any on now. And I said, I agree. But we love pictures. And Christmas, like I said, affords such an opportunity for us to do that. And there's several things you need to get a good picture. Now, Jonathan will pre appreciate this. Uh, you, need, you need a good subject matter, right? If you've got a good subject matter, that really helps with taking pictures. If you've got something ugly, I didn't say somebody ugly, but something ugly, it doesn't help for a good picture. Another thing that helps with a good picture is, is an angle, the right angle. And uh, I knew this guy, he, he, he loved to take pictures. And this was back when you didn't get the picture immediately, unless you had a Polaroid camera. Uh, you know, you had to wait till you went to the drugstore and have them printed up. And, uh, and for some reason or other, he wanted to take pictures for us in the beginning of the church, but he always cut people's heads off. 
I don't know what lens he was, what he was looking through, but he would have part of our heads cut off, or he'd have us there, or he'd have part of the people cut off that was supposed to be in the picture. But he loved to take pictures. He just was bad at angles and, and bad at getting what, what was needed. And uh, so you need a good subject matter and you need a good angle. But you know, one of the most important things to getting a good picture, and that would be good light. You got to have good light. Anybody agree? Jonathan, am I right on that? You get good light, you can take a bad subject and make it look good. With the right angle and the right light, you can, you can really help you in that. So uh, the magic of photography is it lies in the light. See, light can do more than, than make, uh, uh, make what it does, back with, especially with the old film days, it was the light that would burn the impression on a black canvas. So it took light in order to make the picture or turn that which was dark into a, a picture that you could see. And then you would go into a, the dark room. And you remember, a dark room is where negatives are developed. So if you want to stay in a dark place, then you're going to have a negative part of your life. But nonetheless, that's just a little picture sermon, a photography sermon. But uh, when you would go in there, I remember we had this photography class in high school and uh, Unfortunately, the room was never built to be a dark room uh, because the light switch was on the outside. And you can only imagine someone would come by and I remember these guys would say, ah, we're going to get Mr. So-and-so. <coughs> excuse, excuse me. He's in there uh, uh, developing pictures in the dark room and they would run by and flip the light on and then flip it off and run. And that was a bad thing to do. And you would hear him yell out of the dark room, who turned the light on? Who turned the light on? And uh, because it would ruin that whole roll of film because the light, it messed up the exposure that was taking place. Well, I just want to make a quick comparison tonight because in our lives, and I know we all have our halos on tonight and we're trying to look all spiritual and all perfect, but in our real lives, come on now, there seem to be some dark times. There seems to be some dark issues that we've had to deal with in our life. Our lives have not been all perfect because we're surrounded by the darkness of war and poverty in the world that we live in. We're surrounded by the darkness of, of death and disease. It is a part of the world that we live in. And the darkness of sin and brokenness and abuse and violence, we, we all are familiar with that. Yet, amidst all of this darkness, the good news came to us on that first Christmas morn. The good news came with a bright light to inform us that we are no longer to be bound to remain in the darkness. That the darkness would have to release its hold off of our lives. And God provided a light that will cast out the darkness of our lives. And that light John tells us about is the Word, and the Word is the Son of the living God. And just like the flash of a camera sheds the right amount of light to cast the image on a film, in the same way God has sent light into our lives to drive out the darkness of an evil world and to put forth a positive impression in this world for you and me to live a life blessed by Him. I'm here to remind you on this Christmas Eve that Jesus came that you might be blessed that you might be abundantly blessed. I've come to tell you that this isn't all about a baby and it's not all about just God coming to this world to save us of our sins and thank God that's part of the great story. 
But part of the great, greater story is this, that He wants you to become a child of God now and to receive the light of His presence and His love and have your lives transformed supernaturally now. You don't have to wait till you go to heaven. You can begin to enjoy the benefit that the light brings even tonight, even now while it's still 2016. And Christmas is the reminder that the light of Christ has come. So we're not to forget that. So tonight what we're going to do is if you may have a little candle or maybe a little glow stick or something of the sort. And in just a moment, we're going to we're going to turn those on. I say go ahead and turn them on now. I think these they told me I could hit somebody. Lamar, was that what you said? Hit somebody? No, that's not what you said. That's what I said. But I think you just bend these and uh, a little bit and and uh, they'll they'll light up. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. And. uh these, these are just you know, a little battery and little chemical whatever's in there that's making it happen. But it's just a little thing in, in, your, in your midst tonight to remind you that the light of the world has come. So we light these candles and we, we break these uh, glow sticks so that we can ever be reminded that Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world. He is Emmanuel. He has come to be with us. We learned Sunday He's not only with us, He is, uh, also wants to live in us and flow through us. Hallelujah. So the light of God is shining into our lives. And now what God wants is for us to let His light shine through us because He has made us the light of the world. And he wants this light to go and to rush out the darkness, drive out the darkness, and where there was sadness to bring joy, where there's sickness to bring healing, where there's bondage to bring freedom, where there's hopelessness to bring hope, where there's despair to bring this sense of there is a life worth living and that we would rise up and understand we have a divine destiny, that God loves us, that God is not against us, that God is for us, and if God be for us, who can be against us, that we're not to be afraid of the darkness, we're not to be afraid of the devil, because our God is our shield, He is our fortress, He is our strength, He loved us so much that while, while there was yet darkness, He invaded the darkness with light to drive it out so that He could illuminate a path of blessing and peace and healing and, and, and love and joy and acceptance and justification and sanctification and bringing us into a place of righteousness and right standing with God in and through His Son, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So He's shining to destroy the negative and let, your, let the light of God shine through you and drive the negative out of your life. I encourage you, do not go through the rest of this Christmas and do not go into this new year letting negative dominate your life because you have a source of light. And that light is the love and the power and the presence of Jesus Christ Himself. And I just want to encourage you tonight to accept Him, embrace Him, wrap your arms around Him, believe in Him, trust Him, accept Him as your Lord and Savior, and go into this Christmas Eve and this Christmas morn and the remainder of this year and this new year as a child of God. As a child of God. Hallelujah! Whosoever shall call on the name of Jesus shall be saved. 
I pray tonight, if you have not, you would call upon His name. For He is the light of the world. He is the light that drives out your darkness. God does not want you to live with that do, uh, uh, doom and gloom and darkness and despair hanging over you. He has brought hope. He has brought power. He has brought His presence. He has brought anointing. He has brought it everything in and through His own Son, Jesus, here among us so that our lives can be changed. And there's no greater joy that we bring to God than for us to live in the fullness of that abundant life that Jesus Christ said He came to give us. Yes, there's a devil bring. He's come to kill, steal, and destroy, to bring darkness. Yes, He wants to bring destruction on your life. But tonight, let me tell you, Jesus stood in the midst of that and said, I've come that you might have life and that you might have life more abundantly. I want to see you, Christian Embassy, our leadership. We all pray. We fast. We, we seek the mind of God. We come together and teach so that we can help everyone that we can uh, have any influence over to move out of that dark room, to move out of that uh, darkness and to let the light of God burn the image of, of His divine design over your life so that you can rise up and fulfill your divine destiny. He has a divine assignment for you. And you need His light, you need His presence, you need His love, you need Jesus in order to fulfill it. Have you embraced Him? If you have not, you can right now. Would you bow your heads with me? Father God, we just bow our heads in your presence. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that we don't have to go climb the highest mountain to prove our love for you. We thank you, God, that we don't have to go and serve in the, in the sewers of life for 10, 15, 20 years to earn our salvation. Lord God, we thank you tonight that we don't have to go and earn tens of thousands or millions of dollars to pay our sin debt. You've taken care of all of this for us. And you said anyone that will come to the door, Jesus says, I am the door, and there's no other door, there's no other way to the Father except by me. So all we have to do is come to the door, come to you, Jesus, and declare your Lordship over our lives. You tell us that whosoever uh, would confess you as Lord over their lives, surrendering their will, surrendering their path, surrendering their, their brokenness, surrendering their lives to you. That if we would declare your Lordship and believe God, you have raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. For all who call on the name of Jesus, Jesus, Jesus shall be saved. We call on your name tonight. And we call on you not as a babe that, that, that came on that first Christmas morn. And we not only call on you, Lord, as, as a lamb that came to be crucified and buried and then resurrected and then ascended on high. We call on you as our elder brother. You came, the Word became flesh. You came here to us. And while your own people did not recognize you and would not receive you, to all who would believe, you gave them the right to become sons and daughters of God, children of God. Lord, let us exercise our faith. Lord, we are here tonight to say, I believe. I believe, Jesus, you are the Son of God. I believe that you came and you shed your blood to pay my sin debt. 
I know when you came as a babe, as innocent as you were, you came here to live and to prove your innocent life, to shed innocent blood, to pay for my guilty account. I receive it. I receive the payment that you've made for me, Jesus, as I receive you, Jesus, Jesus, into my heart and into my life to be my Lord and my Savior on this Christmas Eve. I celebrate you, your goodness and your mercy that will follow me now all the days of my life. And I will dwell in your house forever as a part of your family. Lord, we bless you and we praise you and we thank you as we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.